All right, let's get this show on the road. My, right. How long is this? 20 minutes? Where are my headphones? Minutes? Welcome to Not a College Grad. Hello and welcome back to Not a College Grad. My name is Alyssa and today is actually one year of Not a College Grad and I thought it would be a really great time to release this episode. This week we are joined by the wonderful Sean Rodriguez. You guys might know him from YouTube or OnlyFans where he is known for his wholesome and well-rounded personality. Uh, His brand is all about living life to the fullest, traveling, skateboarding, and intimately connecting with fans across the country. Um, And we recorded this podcast in December uh, while we were all hanging out in Charleston. This is actually like where I met him and like got to know him. But this was also our first podcast ever recorded from a bed in a basement, which is also very exciting. And I think that uh, Sean gives some perspective that you wouldn't expect from his personality on his public platforms. But if you spend any time with him um, and just being around him, you can tell that he really does have a sweetheart with a a nice heart of gold there. And he is a great guy. So uh, Sean has actually acquired over three and a half million views on his YouTube channel and has now over a quarter of a million subscribers. And I am excited for y'all to hear this conversation. So join me in welcoming Mr. Sean Rodriguez. So let's go ahead and we are sharing a mic because uh, poor set funding. But um, welcome to Not a College Grad. You can go ahead and um, introduce yourself and say what you do. My name is Sean Rodriguez. I am a YouTuber. I'm 29. I'm Mexican Japanese. That's wonderful. I have a southern accent now because I'm in, where am I, Charleston. (laughs) What brought you down to Charleston? (laughs) Um, Are we being honest? Okay, let's... How honest can I be? Because I actually came here to fuck a fan. (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay, let's let's talk about your YouTube journey. It has brought you to North Carolina. What really brought you to North Carolina? Let's talk about it. Dive into it. You can be real and honest, or... I'm going to be real and honest. Okay. um, I wanted it, so I was working really hard, and I told myself that I was going to take a vacation somewhere, and I didn't know where. And then randomly, a fan, uh, she watches my videos, she's really pretty, and she DM'd me and was like, hey, it, it would be awesome, like if you ever came out here and I was like, oh, funny timing. So I was like, you know what? I just might. So I booked my ticket to go and fuck a fan and here I am. Is, that, is that too yeah. honest? No, Can you're get, fine. Okay. You're fine. And we'll cut it out if you don't want it on the internet. No, you know? that's great. I mean, okay. I, I filmed it for my channel. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> she is awesome. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, it was a great time. So. so let's talk about like your YouTube stuff. Yeah, let's do it. What kind of videos do you make? Uh, I just document my life as a skateboarder. Mm-hmm. And so that it's more behind the scenes. My videos are about 10% skating. I would say the rest of it is just being a complete pile of shit. So okay. I do uh, a lot of partying, Tinder dates, dates, f- fucking fans. <laughs> uh, <laughs> skating, sorry. <laughs> Skating, uh, I dabbled in psychedelics on my channel, um, and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's really just me as a as a personality. And you have full control over your life and like what you're doing, working for yourself. Did oh. you go to college? No, I did. Oh, so when I graduated high school, I took an acting class mm-hmm. at a community college for two weeks, and I dropped it because I got in this. Uh, 
It's like one of the world's biggest skate contests. It's called the Battle. I of thought you were gonna say scandals. No, no. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> One of the world's like biggest skate contests called Battle at the Barracks, and okay. I actually had to drop my class to be in it. Mm. And then uh, I got in that, and I choked and did terrible. And then I was like, "Fuck, I'm fucked. I'm gonna start a YouTube channel." And then I did, and it was the best thing I ever did. Good, good for you. So you started doing YouTube video. You said five years ago. Uh, I think so. Yeah, about five, six years. That's really cool. Yeah. What would um? I feel like a lot of people want to be a youtuber everybody sees this this life and this thing that they have that you have and it's like you can you're traveling and your life is so good all the time yeah how do you get that life um i just fell into it honestly it was like through networking i got lucky because because i developed my following through skating and you know like skating is very popular Mm -hmm. and like a lot of people like if you're if you're a good skateboarder and you have like a following like people want to be your friend i don't know yeah because skating is like cool it it is cool i grew up around skateboarding you know my brother he skates that's how that's how i met you so um i've always kind of like been fascinated by the the world and like the fashion and how much it shapes and reflects like into the influence of like every other group of people right yeah so uh through skating it was easy to just i met the right people who were doing youtube I actually just, I was, so it's really hard for skateboarders to make a good living. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing, uh, one of my friends does YouTube. He showed me a check and he was, well, he was making a hundred grand a month and I was, and skateboarders don't really make that money, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? Like you got a hundred grand checks. Like you're making a hundred K a month. Like it's like the scene in Wolf of Wall Street where he's like, you show me a check for 50 grand. I'll quit my job and work for you right now. It was just (laughs) like that. I was like, all right, I'm fucking over. I'm, I'm, I'm starting a channel and I'm going to do it. And yeah, so I fell into it that way because I was like, oh shit, like you can make money doing Mm -hmm. it. And like, how much time do you like, obviously like your life looks great on the internet from every angle. uh Um, but what, like how much time do you think you are really spending like putting in and like grinding to like or at least in the beginning how long did it take you to get traction to where you're like okay this is my job and I can focus on only this so because I had a following prior to YouTube just from skating and stuff yeah it was easy for that uh, traffic to just go right to my channel Mm -hmm. um so I was seeing I think right when I started my channel yeah I had about 10k subs almost overnight Mm mm-hmm so with that, you can make, you, yeah, like a thousand, a couple thousand a month. So it's pretty instant. Like, mm-hmm. It was organic just, for you. Right. Yeah. So that's why it made sense for me to do it. And then uh, from there, I just kept going and that's all I've been doing. Okay. So say that um, someone is like, they come up to you on the street because I'm sure that you get this question a lot. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I told you I, I'm a washed up YouTuber, never quite fully got there uh but i i like grew up doing it a lot and people would be like i wanted to start a youtube channel like even kids i went to school with whenever i like wasn't that popular but it's like how do you explain to people okay if you want to do this here's here's step one two and three that i recommend right it's so hard because it depends on your your niche if you have a Mm -hmm. talent what's your demographic like what do you what kind of content like the genre of content you're going to be creating I think that people struggle with their niche. I think that people think that they want to do this thing, which is YouTube or like being an influencer or whatever, because there's so many different platforms now. Mm -hmm. It's like, but people are like, I don't know what to do. And it's like, then I wouldn't recommend 
jumping in. But I also am like the kind of person where I'm like, if you just start doing something, you like find your traction and your content, your everything that you're making will find its own way to like work itself out into that direction. And I think it's a lot more work than people realize though. Oh, definitely. Um, It's funny because yeah, like, yeah, I would say most people don't understand the amount of work that goes into like just creating content. One, you have to like, there. Yeah, there's so many things. I honestly, when I'm when I'm posting consistently, it is a twenty four seven job. Mm-hmm. I wake up at seven a.m. I brainstorm till ten till ten a.m. and then I'm filming from noon to like five p.m. and then I'm editing from you know six to. 9 p.m. every day and I think the biggest thing is like you never stop thinking about it because if you're filming your life you are constantly like I could do this and it would be really good for content so you're always thinking like a little bit ahead a little bit forward of every action every plan even in your social life that you're making definitely yeah it's it's a non-stop thing um and it's a little toxic at times too because you're dedicating your whole life to just filming exposure yeah especially (laughs) with because it's entertainment so Mm -hmm. ultimately like for my demographic they want to see me have the best time Mm -hmm. and you know life isn't for me like i get the highlights of my life and i put them together and compose you know i compose them into a video Mm -hmm. just the highlights but yeah my whole everyday life isn't you know my everyday life isn't like crazy and fun but it's my job to make it that way for entertainment you know do you want to get a little vulnerable right now sure i'm an open book i'll say anything honestly like i'll i say it how it is so. have you ever like had like a dark moment and you shared it on the internet like of with course. your stuff yeah okay yeah, yeah i've I, honestly never watched your channel and i do feel okay. bad but well, i don't I'm think really you've offended. ever i don't think you've ever listened so. to my podcast so <laughs> no i actually have i watch all your podcasts i listen to oh, all i knew of it and i you knew never it. watch my videos so i'm really offended <laughs> <laughs> that's okay um so your social life is on the internet. You're, yes. you know, going and seeing fans, uh, and maybe it turns into a good time. You know what I mean? Every so, time. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe we don't know. Um, yeah. What are you? What is your end goal? Like, are you looking for love? Uh, it's pretty hard to honestly with what I do, traveling and everything, how I document my life. Where are you at with everything right now? Are you like this uh, is where I want to be? This so, is what I'm doing. Yeah, not yeah. I mean, I'm 29, so I'm on my way out of this. No, shit. you're not. No, <laughs> that's how I feel. 29 is the new 21. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I just, uh, I'm just winging it, just going with the flow, and still enjoying what I do. And I don't have a backup plan, but I made a lot of money, so I... I appreciate you saying that you don't have a backup plan. I invested in crypto. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Yeah, Yeah. one of our biggest sayings is don't have a backup plan, because if you don't have one, then you're going to continue to chase the original plan, which is uh, you can't really fail if you don't stop trying, so... No, I'll probably end up homeless, but it's fine. Yeah, (laughs) but you can always call a fan. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You'll be just fine. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so um, I know that your life is a little bit wild. You're traveling and you're doing a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. If you had to realistically, Mm -hmm. vulnerably, and honestly, Mm -hmm. where do you see yourself in three years? Three years? Yes. Probably knock up a fan. (laughs) 
the way I'm going, baby. <laughs> nah, um, three years. Well, so I'm moving. I'm I'm planning on moving to Bali in January, and uh, where do you live right now? I'm in California, okay, Sacramento, and yeah, I plan on moving to Bali. I think I'm just gonna travel, like go everywhere. Um, I am, like I said, I feel like I'm just getting, you know, older and stuff, and I want to experience a lot before I settle down. Settling down is is on my mind. Aw, um, yeah, that's like sweet. Being, you know. Like, 29, you know, I'm not old, but, like, yeah, I think I feel like I should pop some kids out somewhat. It would be, like, I think 29 is, yeah, I think 29 is a good time to start thinking about what you might want later. Yeah, so these next five years, I honestly want to just binge drink, travel the world, hook up with fans and go wild, and then settle down with someone later. Do the whole... Uh, and then you'll get with them and have all kinds of stories. The white picket fence house, everything. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're being transparent, that's the honest truth. Like that's. So I you want to, You see yourself in the suburbs in like five, ten years. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Most people like would never admit that they like to be in. The, they want to be in the suburbs, but yeah. I'm at home there. It's a beautiful. It, I mean, it sounds beautiful. It but sounds- I don't know. Who knows? Because shit yeah i don't know that's a little scary to think about too having kids and settling down oh the the idea of like something walking around that's like a version of you that's like a, scary that is scary oh he's gonna be a little wreck fucking fans <laughs> everywhere <laughs> oh my god okay sorry no you're fine okay. okay um what is something about you that you don't think most people know but you wish that they did nothing okay i don't know uh let me think Something about, uh, that I read the comments. Oh. <laughs> What's like say. your favorite kind of thing to see in there? Something uh, that really makes you feel something physically. That's tough. I don't know. I just. I, I mean, I just like when pre- people appreciate the content. I guess. Mm-hmm. Whenever people like want to have a conversation with something that they're seeing, that reaction it feels really good. That's why I like doing the podcast. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it, it gives. A, it's more of a conversation rather than just like. You post on Instagram right. and you're like, try this gummy bear hair vitamin. Right. <laughs> it's a little bit more substance. Um, but yeah, I, um, I appreciate you coming on. Is there anything else that you feel like as far as your journey, your message? If you want to, if you want to teach the kids something, tell them now. They're all listening. Um, so yeah, my content, I'm not exactly the best influence, but there can be a positive message taken from my content. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just that, uh, yeah, like I, I had a passion, I stuck to it and I was able to monetize it and make a good living for myself just doing that. And I think that's, that's a good message. Like, um, I was saying earlier, my family, they're all, you know, doctors and lawyers and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I had a lot of pressure growing up to go to college and, basically be a doctor that was my what i thought was going to happen mm-hmm. and i started skating when i was 12 and i fell in love with that and kind of rebelled and stuck with it but i knew i was so motivated i was like you know what i want to do something different and um i got lucky well it's not even luck man because it i don't it feel like it's fun. luck if yeah. you if you're doing what you're meant to be doing everything yeah. lines up if, for you if you especially passion passion will carry you to do something so much like mm-hmm. when you're obsessed with something you'll like get so 
good at it to where it's undeniable that you should be getting paid for it. Yes. So, but mind you, I've been skating for 17 years. So like this shit doesn't come easy. Like mm-hmm. it does take a You've long put time. time but I think time is the biggest thing that people that you learn as you like, even if you're super passionate about something, you, yeah. if you're passionate, you have a bigger vision and right in the beginning of like finding that path, you're not always right where you want to be. But if you can see the bigger picture and you just keep walking towards it, nothing else matters. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, life has been great. It's a, it's honestly a vacation, and I don't want to like make it sound like rubbing it in people's faces, but like. No, go ahead. Yeah, no, I just. They want to be inspired. It's a fucking vacation, man. I do whatever I want. I travel everywhere. I <clears throat> just fuck around, be a pile of shit, and drink. I monetize drinking. Jesus Christ. <laughs> No, literally, my my best friend and I, she is sitting in this very room. We literally have these moments where we're somewhere and we just look at each other and we're like, how on earth are we getting paid to be here and to be doing this and to wake up here and just be literally waking up with like, we have an idea and we're going to make this thing happen. Right. So it's just like very, it's surreal and it's. I have these like moments where I literally like get chills and like freak out because I'm just like, how on earth is this a thing? That's cool, man. That's how you know you're where you should be. Right. And you're in Charleston. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I said I monetize drinking. That sounds bad. I'm not an alcoholic, but. <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah. No judgment. Not a college grad fans are not a judgment zone. <laughs> and I still am going to go through an extensive editing process yeah. and a pre approval of this podcast yeah. process before cool. it goes on the internet. So no yeah. worries. But yeah. Um, it, it is a lot, too, this life, because it's, like, such a vacation. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get lost in it. You can get lost, so you got to make sure you, you know, things in moderation. I think you know? that it's really important to keep good people around you. It keeps you grounded. For sure. And um, it keeps you, keeps you focused and just, like, having good morals. If you're a good person at the root of everything, I don't think much else is... Right. Much else is, is important there, so... Yes. This has been very inspiring. I hope everyone that's sitting on this bed, this is the first podcast we've ever recorded from a bed um, (laughs) in a basement. So this is fun. It would be with me. Um, so thank you for coming on the podcast. <laughs> if you want to, uh, <laughs> everyone in here is going to start laughing now, but um, you're welcome to. in Charleston. We're in some basement in Charleston. <laughs> <laughs> in some basement, Charleston. Um, go ahead and just say like where people can find you on Instagram, YouTube, anything that you want to plug. OnlyFans. Like, just, oh, I have an is, OnlyFans, too. That is shit is crazy, dude. Because <laughs> when you have subscribers and you're dishing out the... Oh, I can go into it. But Let's know, go into it. How, how much money are you making on OnlyFans? Can I ask that? Yeah. Well, right now I stopped. I toned down, but by the second Tone, month, What do you mean toned down? Like I, I stopped posting on it and stuff. Okay. I was basically just filming the same content that I have, but the more rated R version of it. Mm-hmm. So like I was saying, I document dates and the craziness and the psychedelics, but I was putting it on OnlyFans, you know? Okay. So it's not as sexual content as people would be led to believe. Oh, no. There's some naked girls oh. in there. I was filming some <laughs> naked girls, like some of the girls I hooked up with. I did a Playboy shoot too, like film behind the scenes of that. But uh, by the the second month, I made twenty six thousand dollars. Oh, oh. Uh, first month, I think I made like seventy six, like eight thousand. And then, yeah, I was making bank. And then uh, I just I made so much. I was like, I don't, I'm over it now. 
I get that. I don't get that, but like, I'm <laughs> glad. Mean, yeah, I'm glad that you found yeah. that you found the success. Are you gonna get back into the OnlyFans heavier? Um, it's kind of hard because it's it's so much work, man. It, so I do everything myself. So mm-hmm. managing a YouTube channel while also an OnlyFans thing is basically managing two YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. Have really you ever thought about like bringing someone on, or do you feel like you would kind of lose your your style? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would. But things will change. Things could grow into a good direction. I do need a full team to do this shit, but I'm just, I just, yeah. Things are more simple if it's just one person. But it's also more complicated because it's all in your brain, so I understand that. Yeah. Um, just one question, because I feel like this would be interesting to people. How, how do you make money on OnlyFans? Like, I have a pretty good idea, but like, is it all subscription-based content or are people paying for it's something like, specific? Just like Patreon just has a different name with a stigma to it Mm -hmm. so only fans yeah you think porn and all that which sure that's on there but no it's just a subscription-based platform people pay a certain dollar amount which you set Mm -hmm. to watch your content monthly so i charge 10 bucks a month and yeah that's awesome there's a lot yeah very it's nice. A good way to make money. <laughs> okay, so where can people uh, find your info and like follow you and everything? Uh, at Sean Rodriguez, S H A U N R O D R I G U E Z. Nice. And you're anywhere. you've yeah. been vlogging this trip that we're on. Yes, a lot of drinking, a lot of cocaine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're not eating that. <laughs> uh, uh, just a, a lot of fun. It's been great eating great food. You said that you thought you've gained 10 pounds since coming to the South. I definitely gained 10 pounds. A lot of fried (laughs) chicken. It's great. I love it here. I feel like I was meant to be here. (laughs) I love it. That's Um, beautiful. A lot of hot girls, too. Jeez Louise. (laughs) I fucking love it here, dude. (laughs) We're glad to have you. Hot girls, fried chicken, and sauna, hot tub every night. Fucking fans. This place is fucking awesome. I'm out. Peace. (laughs) That's my outro. No, that's it. That we're done. Thank you so much to Sean for joining us on Not a College Grad this week. I hope that you have all enjoyed this episode. We upload a new podcast every Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I will talk to you all next week with a new one. Bye.